Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. It's not what you know, it's who you know. And the point about who you know is it's about your personal brand. So going back to the Godfather, it's very much about, you know, knowing people and getting to know people. Um, and it's all about, there's a great quote about the Godfather, which you can like, is also in the book. It said, you know, I may call upon you to do a favor for me in time, but I may not. It's that quote in terms of, I may call a favor for you. I'll do something for you now. And I may call a favor for you in the future, but I may not do it. So I will give this gift to you. Um, and I expect nothing in return, but should I, should I ask you for something, you will give me something back to me. It's all about sharing, but you give something back to somebody first before you ask them to do something else. And that's about personal branding. It's also about personal development and about getting to know people, not just about what they do, but who they are. Hi, it's great to have you on Your Career Podcast. I'm Jane Jackson, and thank you for listening. If you're a new listener, why not subscribe to this podcast so you're the first to listen to each new episode that'll provide inspiration in your career? Just go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio if you use an Android device and click subscribe. I've also a free Kickstart Your Career audio course that you can find on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Jane Career Coach. See you there. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Welcome back to my careers podcast, where I interview fascinating professionals who've made amazing career changes or are leaders in their field. Now, today, there is no person who would be more of a leader than in his field than Chris J. Reed, who is the only NASDAQ-listed CEO with a mohawk. So, Chris is a serial global entrepreneur. He founded Black Marketing, enabling LinkedIn for you. And he's also the founder and global CEO of The Dark Art of Marketing, a global marketing consultancy that provides services to entrepreneurs from its Singapore headquarters. Chris took Black Marketing from one person in one country in 2014 to a full listing on the NASDAQ in 2016 pretty good. He's been named as official LinkedIn Power Profile for every year since 2012 and has one of the most viewed LinkedIn profiles with over 55,000 followers, hundreds of recommendations, and is one of the top 100 most influential LinkedIn bloggers. Now, I could go on and on and on (laughs) because he's won so many awards, all social media entrepreneur and by the World Brand Congress and most influential digital media professional in in the universe, all of these things. (laughs) I like that. I want to win that one in the universe. I I know. I think that's the next one. I'm sure sure you're already very famous on Mars. Intergalactic entrepreneur. (laughs) Exactly. So, but so, so now Chris was in Sydney 
um, last week for the book launch of his second book, which is called Personal Branding for Entrepreneurs. No, Personal, Personal Branding, Branding Mastery. Mastery, yeah, mastery, mastery for Entrepreneurs. Mastery. Oh, I know, really good one. In fact, <laughs> it's here. For those of them watching the video, here is a picture of Personal Branding Mastery for Entrepreneurs. Great one. And also, you'll notice that Chris dyed his his mohawk red to match the colors. And look what I'm wearing today. I'm wearing red too, just to match this interview with you. So how about, without further ado, let's say welcome, Chris. Hi, Jade. How you doing? <laughs> well, we've already had a bit of a laugh before I started. So I'm doing very well. And I'm really glad you notice how well coordinated I am. Look, oh, give us perfect. just a just Do give a us job. a side view of your mohawk for the video. There you, yeah, you see, there the we go. It's, it's red. <laughs> Fantastic. So tell us, you've got this new book now. And when I interviewed you the first time about a year ago, episode 110, if anyone mm. wants to know Chris J. Reed's career journey. Um, that was fascinating because at that time you had also launched LinkedIn Mastery for Entrepreneurs mm. and now you've launched Personal Branding Mastery mm. for Entrepreneurs. So tell me what's been going on. <laughs> well, we had a kind of revelation in that uh, clients were coming to us, next clients were coming to us and people not interested in LinkedIn for lead generation, for example, or social selling were coming to us and saying, well, do you do personal branding beyond LinkedIn? And so after several people suggested this, I obviously thought there was a, a, an idea for a business here. Um, so that's why we kind of trial, we soft launched um, Dark Art. And we now, only four months later, uh, only have, like three months later, only, uh, already have 25 clients. And we have a team here in Singapore of five people because the demand has been so amazing. And normally they are either ex-clients or just people who basically would never have become black clients. Um, I want to focus on personal branding beyond LinkedIn. And what I mean by that is if you get a, to be a speaker, for example, or you do interviews, um, do that outside LinkedIn, but then exploit it on LinkedIn. If you're a thought leader in, say, media or online media, um, again, exploit it on LinkedIn. If you win awards, fantastic. If it's offline, so then exploit it on LinkedIn. So we see LinkedIn as an amplification tool for personal branding, and it's only about 10% of the um, business for dark art of marketing, um, and the rest of it is offline personal branding. So that means if someone reads this book, Chris, they can amplify everything else that they're doing. They can, because it, it goes into lessons about kind of what thing you need. So, for example, I use the Mohawk, for example, because mm -hmm. it's distinctive. It's very much matching my kind of personal branding. And it basically gets me recognition wherever I go. It's very much part of my brand. So I talk about how to use that and what, what is your Mohawk. I mean, it's really an example. It's like, what is your Mohawk? And everyone's got something which is different to them. Everyone's got some experience which is unique to them. And a lot of people don't like bringing it out. So when I was in Sydney last week, for example, I met two people who basically had just kept the other parts of their, of their business life uh, without being on LinkedIn. So one was an IT recruiter consultant, for example. But at the weekend, she was a wedding singer. And if you Googled her, nothing came out about her IT recruitment. All the stuff came out about being a wedding singer. And I said, why is that not on your LinkedIn? That's amazing. That's wonderful. It's inspiring. And it's a business. So you can imagine that. So she then changed her entire headline, for example, rather than just saying IT recruitment consultant. was like, well, who cares? To IT recruitment consultant at the weekend wedding singer. And now it's like, wow, you meet her like a networking event. You remember the IT recruitment consultant who's a wedding singer rather than just the IT recruitment consultant. So she delighted all this, and now she's put pictures and videos of her doing the wedding singer. So basically, it's now a, a call to action. It's now somewhere that people can quite easily say, wow, you're a wedding singer at the weekend. What's the most popular song? What's the song people like to hear? What's the most darkest song you've ever had? And like my mohawk, it's an icebreaker. 
And everything, everybody needs some kind of icebreaker there. So she's at the wedding singer. The second person was an actor. He was an actor at the kind of weekends in the evening. Didn't put that on. Even though what he was doing was a marketing, being a marketing entrepreneur. And I thought it added flavor to his personal branding. So I asked Jesse, did he put that on a separate section, but also put pictures of him being an actor? Because again, it's an icebreaker. It's something to talk about. And it's basically a way in. It's a way of kind of um, looking at the whole of your personal brand and looking at how you can actually market yourself, all the different aspects of your brand, which is not just about your job. I think that's fantastic. You just give me an idea, Chris, because in my LinkedIn profile, I have, but it was quite a number of years ago, so you have mm. to scroll down to find it. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I used to be in a number of shows and I was a backup dancer. Wow. So, yeah, there you go. Well, I, was part, part of, I know. So, well, <laughs> well, I've got a little video, but it's way down at the bottom. So maybe put it I should put section. it up in my summary yeah. and have it as the first thing because people think, who's yeah. this career coach, backup yeah. dancer in skimpy little... Uh, shiny silver shorts. Um, it was a few years ago. I was younger then, but it, I mean, I've got lots of videos of those. Maybe I should put Brilliant. career coach, uh, LinkedIn coach, backup dancer. Backup dancer, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Star of stage and screen, fantastic. But I don't do that anymore. So does it count? That's the thing. I know. How I think far it's, I back think can still you think go? It's interesting. I still think it's interesting. It's a nice icebreaker. It's something to talk about. I mean, they both do it now, so it's kind of very relevant. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. totally. If you just have something in your background, like I met somebody, for example, in in Auckland as well. Auckland, for example, who used to play England rugby. So he was a professional rugby player, and you know, he's in Auckland, the home of rugby in the world and guess what the thing missing on his LinkedIn profile was he didn't mention the fact he was a rugby player <laughs> I'm going what the oh. hell that's the first thing I would put up there is that I used to play rugby for England come and talk to me about financial services what he did because it's a way of opening the door if you just talk to people and says I just do financial services go, oh, not interested he was like I used to play for England against the All Blacks against the Wallabies um, as an England kind of rugby union player and put that on your experience and your summary section and do blogs about it and say wow I'm going to go and meet an England rugby player fantastic stuff um, so it's using your brands in that kind of way to actually leverage and get people to come in and then you can talk to them about your business so I, met, I, met, I was lucky enough to meet Damien Martin this week uh, as you know a famous uh, Aussie cricketer and similar thing, it's kind of like he's got it in his LinkedIn picture at least. He doesn't really expand on that in terms of, you know, what I learned as being an Australian cricketer, what I did this. So I'm trying to convince him to become a client of our kind of dark art marketing to help him realize his personal brand. But it's that kind of thing where people have it. They just don't realize the power of it or how other people then can perceive them in slightly different ways through the personal branding to mm. actually just cause a, an emotional connection um, and a point of interest that otherwise wouldn't be there for you to then go and talk about what you are actually doing for the day job now. Yeah, You know, it's such a simple concept, but people just haven't thought of it, have they? Because so often people think, oh, LinkedIn, it's it's purely professional and it is professional networking but when you're networking with someone you don't want to talk about work all the time you want to get to know the real person i'm going to tell my lawyer who's an ex-wallaby that he's got to promote that a whole lot more seriously yeah Yeah. it still work i mean don't forget the the things i've just mentioned wedding singer actor Mm. and um, cricket player and rugby union player all work they got paid to do this, so it's part of their experience. So it's genuinely something of interest, but it's also part of their experience in terms of what's built their character up, what's built their own personal brand up, what's formed them as an entrepreneur today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can pull in all those transferable skills, multiple totally. skill sets. Totally. This book, really, it's first of all, it, it's so funny. 
<laughs> it is such a funny book. I mean, there are all these conversations that you've had with people and there's a whole whole lot of, really, you're quite irreverent, Chris. Some of the things you say, it's a bit of a shocker. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, give any spoilers. People will have to get the book and read it. But you know what I really love? It's, it's you've done personal branding from all these different people's viewpoints. Like you've got personal branding from Breaking Bad. Personal branding tips from the American psycho. Mm. This one really made me laugh. I saw it on LinkedIn a few months ago. Personal branding tips from Darth Vader, the gladiator, <laughs> and also the godfather. So- and the joker. And the joker. Don't forget oh, the master the one is the joker. Who has that so- great line, if it's worth doing, it's worth getting paid to do. <laughs> well, exactly. I like that one. There's also there's this other one that I liked because I think it's so true. Let me, let me just read this out. This is on page 122 of Chris's mm. book. It's time erodes gratitude more than mm. it does beauty. Mm. So it's so true. It makes, it makes you think, you said, I'm going to quote you now, mm. that for your personal brand to thrive, survive, and become even more powerful and effective, you really need to invest in your relationships, mm. build your network, and keep maintaining these networks because people forget easily and you know what I, I agree you say you know never take anything for granted always reach out to people so many people especially even my clients when they're in the job search mode they start networking it's a bit like cart before the horse isn't it you should yep. be networking before Precisely. you need people Precisely. develop the relationships but then they build their their networks when they're in the job search get the new job and then forget all about maintaining contact isn't that such a silly thing to do because you spend so much time nurturing building your relationships and then suddenly you forget about them because you're busy and you're all sort of in this silo and you focus on one thing. And then if anything else. That's from the Godfather. Yes, that's from the Godfather. And it's very much about relationships because the Godfather is about relationships. Mm. So it's very, very true. I met someone the other day at at the book launch. I was like, oh, I need a new job. Do you think I should start using LinkedIn now? It's like, oh, it's too late. You should start using LinkedIn like six months ago. It's like, Mm. you can't expect to reach out to people you haven't communicated with for like uh, like two years and say, do you know anybody who could employ me? They're going to go, well, who the hell are you? (laughs) It's like, what have you contributed to anything in the last six months or so? Now you just want a job or you want help mm. introducing it to somebody when you haven't actually bothered engaging because they can't do that. It's like relationships of any kind. You basically need to invest in them and keep them going on an ongoing basis. Otherwise, the wither and die. Mm, exactly. And you know what, what I noticed is as, as a career coach, and obviously people move on and many people do keep in contact, mm. but some people don't. And I'm always, you know, just I raise an eyebrow when after three, four, five or six years, suddenly I get a message from someone saying, hey, Jane, can I buy you a coffee? And I'm thinking, oh, I haven't heard from you for six years. I bet, I bet that they're looking for another job. So I go off and I have a chat, you know, during the coffee. And sometime during that conversation, it's, oh, by the way, can you help me with this? Because, you know, I'm in between roles again. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm very nice. And of course, I love to help. But you know what? I would want to help more if just once a year even mm. drop me a note, hey, Jane, how are you going? Just thinking of you. Wouldn't that be nice? One it thing that, be, And also tagging it on LinkedIn. So it's easy yeah. to tag people on LinkedIn as we just discussed mm-hmm. before. Yeah, and just, just to say hello. Mm. Maybe explain tagging because not everyone will know what tagging Sorry, yeah. is. So the great mm. thing about tagging on LinkedIn is if I share something, so if, I, if you post this, Jane, and you tag me in that post, it'll pop up my LinkedIn notifications and say, Jane has mentioned you in a post. I can then look at that and go, wow, thank you, Jane. And I will then comment back. That means sure it goes into my feed and into Jane's feed, vice versa. I can then share somebody else. I can say, I think Jane's talk would be very nice to, um, for you to see John. And then it'll pop up in John's feed. And then John will share it. And John will see it. So it's a great way of socially selling and actually getting content out there without actually saying, 
you know, please share my content. People can then choose whether they want to or not, but they've been notified. Mm. And it's LinkedIn notifying them because you tagged them. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we were doing last week mm. as well, because I went to your, your amazing book launch. Now, <laughs> if, when, when you write the next book, Chris, you know, we'll, we'll just share everything because Chris has the best book launches at the best <laughs> locations. And you just love being on the top of any building with an amazing view. So, of course, anytime I'm around, I just video the view because it's always just such a treat. So you were at the O-Bar at the top of Australia Square Indeed. last week, which was absolutely amazing. Lots of mm. really interesting people. And you know what I liked about your book launch was that because mm. everyone is interested in LinkedIn or they've got mm. something to do with LinkedIn mm. or at least they're mm. on LinkedIn, mm. that was one of the most fun networking evenings mm. as well as your book That's launch nice. because people were just mingling and saying, hello, I'm so-and-so. And they all had a little pitch, but yeah. not, not, not a sales pitch. It's just mm. a, this is who I am pitch. And mm. I just met some of the most interesting people from the sales navigator guy from LinkedIn, Todd, who was amazing, yeah. and yeah. Um, James, who was just really powerful, and a, and a number of other coaches too. Yeah. And um, just, oh, and I met your family members. So <laughs> <sweet>. <laughs> Such a good chat with your auntie. My yes. aunt, my, <laughs> aunt, my, aunt. my stepbrother is yes, there. Yes, that's right. Sydney, oh, yes. so nice. They're really lovely. Yeah. And you see, and that, that gave me a whole other side of mm. you, Chris, because mm. of the networking. And we met originally oh, how many years ago? Maybe three years ago, four years ago, on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. And look look how the relationship has developed. You've come over to, to Sydney a couple of times, and I've met you here, and so that's really good. So back to, back to personal branding mastery for entrepreneurs. So tell us more about the book. <laughs> well, the book is very much about my journey about being um, developing a personal brand. And that's very much about, well, how do you stand out, not just in Singapore, where I live and I work, but also in places like Hong Kong and Shanghai and Southeast Asia uh, and in places like Australia and New Zealand. It's like, well, what do you need to get out there? What do you give back to people? And what shapes your personal brand? What is your values? Just like Apple's a brand and Coca-Cola's a brand. Well, so are you. So is Jane Jackson. So is Chris J. Reed. We're both brands. So we can either invest in it and control the personal brand as much as humanly possible, or we can let other people have a perception of our brand and not use it and not control it. Either way, you have a personal brand out there, and people say to me, I don't need a personal brand. I'm saying, well, you already have one, whether you like it or not. It's just not a negative one as opposed to a positive one. And if you control it, or at least put out there, that you can actually have a positive personal brand. So I did the social selling conference on Friday, for example, in Melbourne, with 250 people there, absolutely phenomenal. And I've got every single person who watched my talk, who said it was the best talk of the day, give me recommendations on LinkedIn, because that adds to my personal brand. So simple things like that, kind of add to your personal brand. The book adds to my personal brand, because I'm actually giving away content. People say to me, you're giving away all your secrets. And they said that about the first book. So you give away your secrets about LinkedIn. I'm going, you can just find them on LinkedIn. It's not a secret. <laughs> it's not even a secret how you do it. You can do it yourself if you want. Basically, it's not a secret. And I'm, I'm always amazed when people say that. It's like, why are you giving away tips about how to do personal branding? Should I keep it, keep it quiet? Keep it secret? It's like, no. Share it. You know, share it. And then other people will actually either do it themselves and thank you and recommend you. Or they'll basically say, I haven't got time to do it. Will you do it for me? Or they'll just basically take it on and take bits here and bits there, but actually have a connection there because you've actually given them something. And again, it's about what you said before, Jane, about relationships. So the book's talking about my own personal brand journey when I came to Singapore nearly 10 years ago now and how I developed these two, com these two companies. You know, dark art being the new one and black being kind of the older, more established ones, and how I've used my own personal brands 
to actually go that and generate sales because I'm a little SME, just like you're an SME. Uh, we have to get out there and we have to do our own marketing. We don't have millions of dollars to spend on your LinkedIn advertising or this flashy TV. We have to get out there and produce our own content like this or you know, connect with the right kind of people and give content away and do talks and do books and do thought leaderships and give something back to basically engage and then have relationships with people to build your personal brand, get recommended, but also just win clients by just having a relationship with them. It's a positive one. Mm. You know, there's there's one thing you had right at the beginning oh. of your book. It's actually before you even start the book. And I really like this because it, it, it's, it's right in the copyright area. And I was reading it and I was thinking, this is so true. Because, you know, some people, they buy a product or they buy a book or they think, okay, um, it's going to make my life work. Mm. But they don't do the work themselves. Mm. And what Chris has got, what you've got here is, I, I just, I really love this. It goes... The typical result one can expect to achieve is nothing because the typical person never gets to the end of this book. The typical <laughs> person fails to implement anything. Thus, they earn nothing, zero, no income, and perhaps a loss of income. That's because typical people do nothing and therefore they achieve nothing. Oh, you're telling people off here. Be atypical. Do something. Implement something. If it doesn't work, make a change and implement that. Try again. Try harder. Persist and reap the rewards. I think that's fantastic it's so true because we can learn so much we can observe uh, absorb so much but if we don't do it if we don't take action well what's the point really very, what very are your true. additional in my, thoughts in my linkedin talks i talk about being less american less australian less english and being more american mm, because yes. the americans are quite happy to actually go and market themselves they're quite happy to put themselves out there they're quite happy to invest in their personal brand to tell people about themselves and all they're doing is basically just telling people about who they are but English people and Australians and Kiwis and Asians, for example, have a modesty index. They basically, oh, no, I couldn't, I couldn't say that. No, no, I couldn't claim. There's a team effort. No, no, no. I don't want the credit for this. It's like, if you don't do it, there will be some American who comes along and takes the credit and gets the job and gets the investment and, and basically takes it off. So you have to invest in yourself. And again, a lot of people I met last week in Sydney, in Melbourne, kind of say, oh, no, I get all my business through reactiveness. It's like, well, what happens when that dries up? And sure enough, two or three of them said, yes, it has dried up the last three months. I haven't got any business. It's like, well, that's because you have no pipeline. You've not been going out there. And I don't mean now. I mean three months ago. You haven't invested in relationships, developed your personal brand to get yourself out there to actually bring people to come to you. If you don't do that, you can't just expect a flat LinkedIn profile, no personal branding beyond LinkedIn. Then people suddenly go, oh, I must employ so-and-so because uh, I don't know who that bloke's name was, but I'm sure he did something like this and I must contact. not going to happen. You have to be proactive and pe people are rewarded for proactivities. What I'm saying there is, the more you put in that, the more you get out, like any relationship, the more you get out of it. I mean, it's a very, very simple equation. As you know, Jane, you put a lot of effort into your personal brand and, you know, that pays off. So, you know, you have to invest in your personal brand. Mm, yeah. And profile building is so important mm. because, you know, with social media, it's free. It's mm. there. Right. Why not right. use it? It's not right. going to cost you a fortune. Whereas if you hire an organization to do it for you, it's going to cost a pretty penny. So just take a bit of time to learn how to do it mm. yourself. But then right. if you find you can only take it to a certain level and you mm. really want to expand, then you go to the agency, which 
with someone who knows what they're doing, like dark art of marketing, you know, so you can do this for people who don't want to do it themselves. You know, last Friday I was conducting an entrepreneurship workshop. It was, you know, like foundations Mm. of entrepreneurship. Mm. And of course I was, I was spouting on about social media and LinkedIn and how important it is because, you know, like like my market or anyone who's a consultant, Mm. the market is on LinkedIn. And he was so, and he goes, really social media, Jane. I don't think so. (laughs) I did an Aussie. Okay. He goes, I really, it's, it's so distasteful. I don't even have a Facebook page. And I said, I'm not asking you to go into Facebook. I'm saying LinkedIn, the professional networking site where you can publish your thought leadership, even if it's one article on your area of expertise. I'm not saying, say I'm amazing, you know, and say that it's talk about your area of expertise to educate people and that will be your branding. So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, the, the one thing to hit people with is, you're not on social media? No problem at all. You're on Google, aren't you? So what do you mean I'm on Google? If I Google you, what's the first thing that comes up? I haven't Googled myself. Do you know that people who meet you or think about investing in you are basically Googling you? First thing that comes up nine times out of 10 is your LinkedIn profile. They click on that. That's the first impression of your brand. It's like walking into Apple store and Apple have forgotten to furnish it. That's what happens if you don't develop your LinkedIn profile because that's your branding. And people go, huh, I didn't realize people Googled me. It's like, oh my God, how do you not know people Google you? <laughs> it's like, everyone's Googling you. Google yourself. But I do this to clients. Like I've got two clients coming to do onboarding today and they haven't Googled themselves in six months and I had to show them the screen. This is your LinkedIn profile. This is what happens when I Google you. It's like, oh my God, people are actually Googling me? It's like, oh, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> and not only that, these days are things like the, um, uh, the Echo um, they, you know, you can instruct people. I want to Google so and so. I want to Google Jane Jane Jackson. What does it say about Jane Jackson? And it'll come back with your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. So you have to be aware. It's not just about you know social media. It's about how, how the internet works in general. If I search for you, things come up about your brand. So you can either invest in it and take it forwards, or basically you're penalised with a negative brand impression as opposed to a positive one. Just fill out the gaps. Put it on YouTube. Put it on LinkedIn. We're not saying do a Facebook. I don't have a Facebook plan. I'm not saying do Facebook which to me is friends and family, I'm saying look at your LinkedIn profile because that's your professional brand. That's how your personal brand is developed from a business perspective. Mm. You know, one of the, the hard things is when you've got a very common name like me. Jane is very common. <laughs> Jackson is very common. So Jane Jackson, put it together. It's, it's not anything new or different. So if I didn't work very hard on my branding and LinkedIn and website and everything else that I do, you'd find all these other Jane Jacksons. And I'm, you you know, what's interesting is I'm, I'm from Hong Kong originally. So I'm half Chinese, half English. And um, I have also written articles on emotional intelligence and things like that. But there is a well-known lecturer in Hong Kong called Jane Jackson, who's written a book on emotional intelligence and cultural differences. Mm. And so if you Google Jane Jackson Hong Kong, you get her and you get me. But luckily, (laughs) I'm so active on LinkedIn that there's a lot more about me because of everything on LinkedIn and all the blogging. So how, like for you, you're Chris J. Reed. Mm. I've always wanted to ask you, is that deliberate? Yes, that's totally deliberate. Mm. And I was aware of that when I changed it when I was 16. Mm. Not because I hated my middle name, but also because I figured out I like Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox is a hero of my nine eighty five, obviously Back mm-hmm. to the Future. Mm-hmm. And I thought I can do that. I can have a J in my name because my middle <laughs> my middle name was something really boring beginning with J. So I changed it. And I found out how to do it when I was sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. You know, before really personal branding was even around. Saying so I can change it on my passport. If I change it on my passport, it becomes legal. So mm-hmm. I changed it on my passport, and sure enough, it became legal. So I'm now Christopher J. Reed or Chris J. Reed, and it does make you stand out um, on uh, on on LinkedIn. But also, if you put Mohawk in there for social selling 
selling in there, entrepreneur in there, where again, you're posting so much, you're engaging so much that actually uh, it, kind of, it works phenomenally well in terms of brand recognition. So it's all about activity. And LinkedIn rewards activity, Google rewards activity, social media in general rewards activity, as does the internet. Mm-hmm. Actually, having Chris, I never think of you as Chris Reed. It's always Chris J. Reed. Yeah, always Chris J. Reed. So that's stuck. So really, from the age of sixteen, you'd you'd, you'd really done it. Move office because this, this this office room is going to be used. For, oh, um, this will be interesting. Like... Anyone watching this on the video will see will see Chris on the move now. Let's have a look and see what the office looks like. And I'll just I know, keep we're talking. Just going to go to the booth next door. No. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, now we've got a green, a yellowy green room. Yellow this green. is entering. Interesting. Wonderful. <laughs> you, see, you see, it's always exciting whenever anyone talks to Chris. You never know what's going to happen next. And you know, this background that you've got now, it looks great. It re- yeah, it lo- really looks good. It's almost like you planned it. <laughs> Okay, so so with personal branding mastery for mm. entrepreneurs, Chris, yes. um, are you continuing your your world travels? Because you've been to Melbourne, you've been to Singapore, you've been over to New Zealand. You've yeah, been we're going to Hong Sydney. Kong in a week's time, mm-hmm. so we're in Hong Kong in the middle because our, our our key audiences are very much from uh, Shanghai, uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, Sydney, and Melbourne, and then we're doing mm-hmm. we have lots of clients in places like Zurich and London and San Francisco as well. So really the big areas of the world who are more aware, uh, I'd like to say more sophisticated when it comes to their personal branding and want to invest in their personal branding. So we go where the, where the, where the, the, the we know we go where the users are, we go where the people are. We don't try and recreate it. So we wouldn't bother with things like um, Japan or Korea or you know, a place like Indonesia or Malaysia because um, the second countries couldn't afford us. The first countries could afford us, but there's nobody on LinkedIn there. Um, and they're very much the local culture there is not about personal branding at all. Expats do, but there aren't enough expats there to make a business. So you very much have to go where the money is and go where the people are, which is very much Australia, Hong Kong, Singapore, and then parts of Europe. It's amazing. I mean, over the past five years, your businesses have just grown exponentially. It's amazing. And it's all thanks to LinkedIn, isn't it? Well, definitely, yes. No, definitely thanks to LinkedIn. Well, I mean, thanks to coming to Singapore. I would say before mm-hmm. it's thanks to LinkedIn because I wasn't using LinkedIn in the UK. But when I come to Singapore, I was forced to use LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And very much, you know, it's LinkedIn that very much transformed my business and kind of, you know, allowed me to have these networks and meet people like yourself um, and you know, be inspired for the different people I meet in places like Sydney, for example. So it's very much thanks to LinkedIn mm-hmm. and coming to Singapore, those combinations. Because I wasn't using it in London, interestingly. But come to Singapore and you don't know anybody, mm-hmm. you have to use a networking tool. What better networking tool is there than LinkedIn? And you know what's what's nice about LinkedIn is they've got that feature where it actually reminds you that, that you're going to be meeting someone. <laughs> if you've got it in their calendar, it's like, oh, don't forget you're meeting so-and-so at 11 o'clock today or whatever it is. And I think that's that's absolutely brilliant. So, so Chris, if people wanted to find out more about you, Tell yeah. us where they'd find you. Of course, LinkedIn, of LinkedIn course. Is the main thing. Just contact me on LinkedIn. It's free. Come out on LinkedIn. Um, obviously, you can look at my um, YouTube and my LinkedIn profile and my website. But basically, contact me on LinkedIn. Send me a message on LinkedIn. Uh, or if you want the old-fashioned way, you can do chris at darkart.marketing. That's chris at darkart.marketing. Uh, but LinkedIn is the best one because then I can see who you are, I can see your profile, and we can have a little chat. Mm-hmm. Yes, and also you've got... Um, uh, your website, which is the darkartofmarketing.com as well. Dot com. Yeah, yes, yeah. Indeed, fantastic. Yes. Well, I'm going to have all of these links on my show notes on janejacksoncoach.com. Wonderful. So people can Wonderful. find you very easily. But honestly, just Google Chris J. Reed and then type in the word Mohawk. Even if you don't type in Mohawk, <laughs> he'll, he'll turn up and you'll be able to find him. So do you really? have any little sound bites to leave us with Chris? <laughs> The biggest soundbite I have is it's not what you know, it's who you know. And the point about who you know is it's about your personal brand. 
So going back to The Godfather is very much about, you know, knowing people and getting to know people. Um, and it's all about, there's a great quote about The Godfather, which you can like, it's also in the book. It said, you know, I may call upon you to do a favor for me um, in time, but I may not. Um, and it's not quite quite the right quote, but it's that, it's that quote in terms of, I may call a favor for you, I'll do something for you now, and I may call a favor for you in the future, but I may not do it. So I will give this gift to you. Um, and I expect nothing in return, but should I should I ask you for something, you will give something back to me. It's all about sharing, but you give something back to somebody first before you ask them to do something else. And that's about personal branding. It's also about personal development and about getting to know people, not just about what they do, but who they are. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah, and it, it's it's like adding value to someone else's life. Totally. Basically, that that's what all, all the marketing is all about. Totally. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Chris. You've been you, lots Chris. of fun to talk to. I've really enjoyed this. So we'll Likewise. put this up on YouTube. I'll put it on SoundCloud, Wonderful. iTunes, etc. And when your next book comes up, is there another one in the pipeline? I'm sure there is. <laughs> Get this one out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have you back on again at the next one. Fantastic, so Jane. lovely to see you. And I'll Thanks catch you in Singapore sometime. You will. Okay. All right, thank you, Chris. Bye. If you'd like to find out how coaching can help you, visit janejacksoncoach.com where not only will you be able to listen to other fascinating interviews from professionals who've made amazing career changes, you'll also be able to download some free ebooks and guides on how to manage your career effectively. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.